What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Welcome to the Set Your Mind Above podcast, where everyday ordinary events teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm your host, BJ Seip, and I'm so glad that you've tuned in today. I'm excited to share my life and my faith with you, and I sure hope that you'll do the same along the way with me. I have figured out very quickly that raising a boy is a whole lot different than raising a girl. As Ava has gotten older, things she's wanted to do have been play dress up, shop for baby dolls, or sing songs and dance with daddy. As my son Dane is getting older, Let me just list off a few things that all occurred yesterday. (laughs) Stick dirt in his ears. Throw a ball at his sister's face. And trying to climb on top of the coffee tables. He is all boy, through and through. However, the biggest battle since we arrived at his papa and Gigi's house yesterday has been something new and exciting for him. The big bowl of dog food on the ground in the kitchen. (laughs) We do not have a dog at our house, but my in-laws have the sweetest, most gentle dog I've ever known named Sugar. She couldn't care less about someone touching her food. And in the mind of a little boy who's not even a year and a half old yet, this is free food sitting there ready for him. Without exaggeration, we have had to stop him from trying to eat the dog food at least two dozen times since we've been here. He is incredibly determined to taste what he believes is a delicious treat sitting conveniently at floor level in a shiny bowl for him. Every time he makes a beeline for it, one of us runs and grabs his hand as he's bringing it up to his mouth with three or four pieces of kibble in it. We say no, no, and move him away, and yet this does not seem to phase him at all because within a matter of minutes he's back at it again. He's been getting more frustrated with the last few attempts also. I can imagine from his perspective, it probably seems like I'm just being mean to him. Why won't I let him have the perfectly good snack that's right there? Of course, what he doesn't understand is that this is for his good. I can guarantee that he isn't going to like the taste of that dog food And certainly, it's not good for him to be eating. As parents, all kinds of rules are put into place for the same reasoning. The rules are not intended to be harsh or cruel to our children, but rather are intended for their good and to protect them. It's why Ava, who struggles with stairs, is not allowed to go upstairs or downstairs without the help of an adult. She would fall. It's why Dane, who's quite the climber, is not allowed to stand on the couch because he tries to jump off the back and he'll hurt himself. 
It was the same for my parents to me as well. I remember being mad when I was younger because if the temperature was below 60 degrees, my mom would make us at least carry a jacket with us. How absurd, right? (laughs) Of course, you can't show off your cool new shirt if you're wearing a jacket. So we would get upset with mom, thinking she was being mean. Of course, she was not being mean. She was ensuring that we wouldn't get cold and thereby sick. It was for our good and out of love that boundaries and rules were set into place in our home. In fact, I would make the argument that a home where boundaries or rules are not set up or insisted on is very dangerous. You might think that you are being loving to your children by just letting them do what they want, but you are not loving them at all. Children do not know what they need, nor do they understand what is really in their best interest. That is why as a parent, you must instruct them and discipline them to understand these things. There are many people in this world who view God as some big, mean parent, that the teachings found in Scripture that we follow are harsh and cruel. After all, if God really loved us, He would just let us do whatever we wanted. Well, just like no good earthly father would let their children do whatever they want against their best interest, how could we possibly think such a thing of our eternal father? Consider the words of Deuteronomy chapter 10, verses 12 through 13. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments and statutes of the Lord, which I am commanding you today, For your good. The people of Israel were likened to be the children of God, and as their father, he gave them the rules and boundaries that they were to abide by in the law of Moses. This law was not intended to be harsh or cruel in any way, rather, it was intended for their good. These statutes that were set up for them to follow were to keep them holy, so that they might not fall into condemnation by committing the same sins as the pagan nations around them. They were to keep them safe, and if they were obedient children and loved the Lord their God, they would find blessing and protection. It was not within Israel nor is it within us to know what is in our best interests many times. That is up to our Father in heaven. Proverbs chapter 14 and in verse 12 reads, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Just as I don't allow Dane to eat dog food or my daughter to climb the stairs all by herself for their protection— So we must learn to trust God and that what he has called us to do or not do is also for our protection. He loves us. And because he loves us, he disciplines us. 
If he didn't love us, then we would be permitted to do whatever seemed right in our own eyes. But it would result in our destruction. Peter, citing Psalm 34, would write in his first letter in chapter 3, starting in verse 10, For whoever desires to love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. We are God's children, and it is not within us to do as we see fit in our lives. And yet, like my son, sometimes we are determined to do that which our Father has told us not to. We want to taste and take part in the sinful passing pleasures of the world, deceived by Satan to pursue them again and again. Don't be proud and arrogant. Trust in the Lord. And if you truly want to love life, and see good days, it begins by listening to Him. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Tune in Tuesdays through Fridays as a new podcast episode will be uploaded each day. Also, be sure to follow the Facebook page for the Set Your Mind Above podcast for future announcements and weekly video sessions that are uploaded on Saturdays. As you have the opportunity, share these thoughts with your friends and family and share with me what important lessons you are learning from everyday, ordinary events. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all each and every day set our minds above.